Hello there, and welcome to this week's episode of Sunday to Sunday. Good morning, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Antolancy. We're coming to you live again from a Zoom call. And on this call, we have with us Rebecca Sargent. Yeah. Hey, friend. <laughs> Stephanie Nobles. Hi. Pastor Anthony Braswell. And today we have special guest with us, Pastor Chris Sloan. From Vero Beach, Florida. Vero Beach. We are glad to have you on. Are we international or national? Just national. National. (laughs) The podcast is international, though. The podcast is international. It is. Our hosts are national. Yes. (laughs) All right, Stephanie, you have a good opener for us today. Oh yeah, we're gonna play. We're gonna play a little game of this or that. So basically, I'm just gonna read a list, and y'all have to say your choices, and then we're gonna stop and talk about any spicy takes. So, all right, are you ready? Ready. Okay, let's do it. Cat or dog? Dog. Dog. Okay, that's the correct answer. Good job. Uh, Run or walk? Run. Walk. Run. Run. I enjoy. Oh no. Walk. Chris yes. is a marathon runner. How many marathons have you run? I've done a half and a full, but that's been yeah. a long time. So one and a half? No, I've done a full marathon and a half marathon. <laughs> Dang. That's awesome. I don't like walking. Okay. It's Florida <laughs> water. Anyways. Okay. Uh, toilet paper, over or under? Over. over. Under. <gasps> Chris. Jonathan. Jonathan. Who was that, that was Jonathan. Jonathan. Under? under? Is that like called the mullet when you do it under? No, that's uh, what it's you just did is over. No, un, like I, I do yeah, under. Over is co- referred to as the beard and under is Yeah, yeah. Over is the, the beard, under is the mullet. I do it Okay, under. well, I've over is correct, so you need to get your life right. Okay, uh, spearmint or wintergreen? Wintergreen. Oh, wintergreen. That's like, that's, that tastes like you have old people in your mouth. Okay, chocolate or cinnamon? I think spearmint tastes like my grandma. <laughs> oh, spearmint, so refreshing. Okay, uh, chocolate or cinnamon? Chocolate. Chocolate. Okay. Cinnamon. See, I, I oh. like cinnamon too. Uh, candy or baked goods? Candy. Baked goods. 100% baked goods. Baked goods. Uh, baked goods. Butterfinger. <laughs> Butterfinger. Uh, candy, yes. Yeah, Butterfinger. Butterfinger. Yeah. That's what I do. Uh, inside or outside? Outside. Outside. Yeah. Mexican food or Asian food? Asian, Mexican. Asian, Mexican. <laughs> Jonathan Yelts. I stand in solidarity with Pastor Jonathan. <laughs> oh if, John- if Pastor Jonathan's making hibachi, then Asian. But if <laughs> any other time, it's Mexican. All right, and Chick Fil A. Do you get a number one or a number three that was formerly known as a number five eight count? <laughs> number one. Number one. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Mine's not a number. What's the eight count? Eight count nugget? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I would get that with the sandwich. You can't eat an eight count as a meal. I get a 12 count grilled nugget with mac and cheese, and then I get a parfait on the side. All right, you just lost the whole game. Have you ever, op- <laughs> ever opened those grilled nuggets in your car? 
The smell that hits your face is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You're right. There is something about this. What I do with the grilled nuggets is take the sriracha sauce that they have and pour it into and shake it up, and it's delightful. So you, sh- so but when you initially open, that smell that comes out is not appetizing <laughs> to you, right? I don't know. That I make my kids eat them, and I'm like, here, you have to. Eat <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, oh gosh. And then when they ask why I'm not eating them, I'm like, because they ran out. <laughs> Dang quarantine. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, cubed or crushed ice or no ice? Cubed. The the Chick-fil-A crushed. ice. What do we call that? I know yeah, what kind of sociopath picks cubed ice over crushed ice. Because I don't, I want the functionality of the ice. I want it to really make my beverage cold. I don't want to like it like sucked up in my straw. <laughs> I have never in my life. I have known you for four hundred and thirty-seven years, and I time. never knew that you had this disdain for crushed ice, and it's really affecting me. I don't know. I would call it disdain. I just prefer cubed. That sounds like disdain. <laughs> All right, beach or mountains? Mm. Mountains. Mountains. Mountain. I would like the beach. That's a man who lives at the beach. <laughs> I don't like Disney World either. So. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yep. Yep. Pastor Anthony is about to delete him off this call. <laughs> I know this about him, and it's oh. where I that's where I use grace and our friendship. <laughs> All right, the last one it is very important. Home Alone one or Home Alone two? One. 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 I'm, I'm, gonna, well, I'm leaving the meeting. Bye, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Speaking of tough things, this past week we went into the book of Daniel and spoke about the fate shown from Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Uh, And one point that, Pastor, you spoke about this uh, past week I want to zero in on is obedience is our responsibility. The outcome is God's. And if that's true, why do we try to take things into our own hands? Let's have some discussion about that. Um, We are impatient people. True. (laughs) I think that's like one of the biggest things is we, or at least I can speak for myself, is you know, God puts a lot of things in our heart, but we can't hold so tightly to how or when that's going to happen. But we do like we come up with a timeline and a plan in our own mind, even if we don't mean to. And if it's not going according to either one of those, a lot of times, like I'll try to get ahead of myself or ahead of God, actually, you know, well, maybe if I just do this, or if I just have this conversation, or if I just go this place, or I just do this one activity like it'll speed things along like God doesn't need my help he's got it he's got it under control right right it's that timeline I think too that I sometimes think well my problems or what I have going on is like somebody's always going through something worse or you know needs God more than I do maybe and I recognize and know that God is big enough for all of us and all of our problems or all of our desires. But I think 
this isn't that big of a deal. Not going to bother him about this one. I'll handle it. No, he wants to. And I need to let him, you know, and not have to do it all on my own. So I think that's my biggest thing. That's good. Yeah. Um, I think, well, if you go back to to Genesis, um, Adam and Eve's first big problem is they can't trust whether or not this God's going to continue to show up and do what he's already been doing on a consistent basis. And then once they sin, that's the first time fear is mentioned in the Bible. There's the fear now that they feel they have to take care of themselves and control the outcome. So God gives them what they want, and it causes more panic and more fear. And instead of driving them toward God, it actually causes them to try to take even more control. So it's it's been the problem of humanity from the very beginning. We're just not sure that God's going to continue to show up. Right. Which wow. is so sad because yeah. he always does. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to refute that just a little bit, Steph. He, he he does always show up, but not always in the way we want him. Oh, yeah. And, sure. and I think that alone strikes fear. My biggest, if I'm just being really vulnerable with you today, my biggest thing is I know God has the power to, but what if he chooses not to? You know, what if his plan is better than my plan, but it's not what I want? You know, especially when we talk about people who are struggling with sickness and we pray for healing and how many times have we prayed for someone's healing and really believe that God would heal them in an here on earth. And I, and I know we always do the well, he he healed them in a different way. He took them to heaven. Right. He took away all their. But that's not what I prayed for. I prayed that God would heal them here and that we would have continued relationship with this person, this family member, whatever. Uh, my brother, for instance, you know, I really believe God was going to heal my brother and he did in, 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 in an eternal sense, but my brother's not here. Right. And so I think ever since that, I struggle with a little bit of this idea. Okay. I got, God, I know he has the power to, but what if his plan is not to. And so I think that one thing drives me a little bit to, well, I know I can trust God, but what if his plan isn't my plan? Therefore, I have to kind of help this thing along, you know, and, and I think that's probably been the one thing for me that, if I'm honest, has has played with my head, my heart, my faith a little bit, uh, because I know God has the power to. And, and I know he was with us through that entire situation. But the outcome, um, I was trying to be obedient. Right. That's my responsibility. But the outcome, which was God's, did not turn out the way I wanted it to. And so, you know, moving forward, it's that thing in the back of my head. Well, okay, obedience is my responsibility. But what if the outcome that God chooses is not what I want? Right. I struggle with that. Yeah. Well, I I think because it's the unknown, you know, we fear the unknown. If we can get control of that, that makes us feel more comfortable. But it's funny because when we try to take control of it, it ends up being worse than, you know, obviously what God can do with it. So, you know, we definitely believe that truth that God has the best interest in mind for an outcome, but also it's scary not knowing. And like you said, pastor, what if? So um, all, all good points made. All good points. I think too, um, like we posted something on Sunday morning, um, a quote from Christine Kane that said, what we do know about God is bigger than what we don't know about the future. 
And I I think it all comes down to that. Is that hard to live out? Absolutely. Right. (laughs) Um, But, but reminding ourselves of that is like, you know, we don't know a lot about what's coming next. We don't know anything about what's coming next, actually, except for that in the end, God's got us. We just don't know how or when that is. Um, But all the things we do know about God really help us trust him right now, even though we don't know all those things about the future. And we really have to lean into that to get through this life. I, I truly believe that. I think, I think it really comes down to as well. What will our response be when the outcome is not what we wanted or the outcome is not what we prayed for? You know, and if you look at Daniel 3, 17 and 18, what did, what did those guys say? If we're thrown into a blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it. But even if he does not, we want you to know we will not worship your gods. You know, so it was this idea that in life or in death, we're going to praise you. We're going to trust you uh, because at the end of the day, um, he is a God who can be trusted. And, and I think I've, I've, I've learned through my life that it's, it's OK to say, God, I don't understand. I don't I don't get this. I'm not happy about this. This this makes me angry. And I love you and I trust you and I know that you know what's best for me. And so I surrender my will to that. But man, it's so hard. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Pastor Chris, how would you um, kind of counsel somebody in your church family that would, would come to you with some of those types of faith questions? Well, I think like what you said is that is the idea is like God's playing a much I don't know if you say plain, but he's got a much longer timeline than we do. You know, usually I want things to work out really well. And um, we did a, a series um, in, in an Old Testament prophet and the Babylonians are about to come in and take God's people. And the prophet's like, you know, why are you going to do this? And, and God gives some reasons, but we know from history, the Babylonians take the Jews. Some of them get to come back. A lot of them don't stay. And they, they set up synagogues all over the world. Then the Greeks come and eventually, and they just wreak havoc. But everybody now has a second language 300 years before Jesus. The Romans come and destroy everything, but set up a road system and introduce crucifixion. So from that, the first people to convert to Christianity were Jews that were spread out because of the exile. The Greeks gave us a language that people could read scripture all around the world. The Romans gave us the cross, which led to Jesus' salvation or for us, and the road system the Romans gave us helped spread the gospel. He couldn't explain that to that prophet. Like, oh, that yeah. would have just blew his mind. And yet, right. their their pain in that moment helped people forever, for all of eternity. So I just, even if God told us the answer, I don't think we could wrap our mind around it. So in a situation like where I'm in a hospital and somebody's lost a family member, I, I think the best thing is to not try to give an answer, you know, but to almost give them permission to question and to be angry and, and to have those questions. I, I think when we try to give people an answer, it's not going to be right. And it, and it's just going to make things worse. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's good. Absolutely. I love what you said that their pain in that moment or his pain in that moment uh, really paved the way, you know, ultimately right. yeah. for the future. I love that perspective. Um, I've been loving this series we're in, Pastor, and I look forward to what's ahead. We're going into a new series, and so I would just love for you to speak on that a little bit. What are we, what are we looking forward to this Sunday? Absolutely. We're starting a brand new series called Love Like You've Never Been Hurt. 
Um, I borrowed that title from Pastor Jensen Franklin from Free Chapel. And if you want to dig into a resource, I would encourage you to, to maybe download his book, um, Love Like You've Never Been Hurt. But we're going to talk about some relationships and, and some situations that are happening in our homes right now. Uh, I think that this uh, quarantine time has really put a magnifying glass on anything that may be wrong in relationships and really begin to magnify it. And I, I almost see a vice that's just kind of squeezing some homes and some situations and, 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 and it's caused some pain and, and some things to kind of bubble over. So we're going to talk about that. We're just going to call it out and, and, and talk about what it means to love like you've never been hurt. So we can't wait for you to join us this weekend as we worship online on Sunday morning. And I'd really encourage you to watch, to share those posts, invite others to be a part of that with you and participate uh, as we worship together. Pastor Chris, man, thanks for being such a great friend of North Park Church. Man, we love you and we are thankful for what God's doing through you and your family in Vero Beach, Florida. And uh, we are so honored to walk this journey with you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for letting me be a part. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Just a reminder for our listeners, we release these episodes every Wednesday, and we want to thank you for tuning into today's podcast. Nachos for life. <laughs> I'm not a big nacho fan, by the way. You are not. Oh, that doesn't oh work. I was like, you are nacho, my friend, but that doesn't work. <laughs> nacho friend, that's what I meant. I'm nacho. You're nacho. nacho. <laughs> Can I tell you why? They get soggy. By the end of the meal, when they've put the queso on it and you get to the bottom. That's why you have to use the chips that are still on the table from your chips and salsa earlier and eat it with a soggy chip and it's still crunchy. That was good. I thought it was a lot. (laughs) (laughs) For more information and links to resources mentioned in today's episode, visit northparkrdu.com and click on the podcast page. You can also connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Join us every Wednesday for new episodes of Sunday to Sunday.